tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's after show for Girl Meets World on the Disney Channel. This is our after show for Girl Meets World, Season 1, Episode 13, Girl Meets Flaws. I'm Lee Epstein, alongside the lovely, amazing Kristen Snyder. Hi, guys. Happy to be here. I'm so excited about this episode. Now, Mark was telling us, Mark Blutman, who wrote this episode... Mm -hmm. He was telling us that this episode means a lot to him because he sort of wrote it for his son, who mm. was having, you know, troubles being picked on in school, like right. all of us when have he was been. Here, of course, I remember him talking to us about right. that. Sure, and sure. so this means a lot to him and the other guys too, who have children and who are writers on this show, you know, because they have to deal with this with their kids, and it's sort of really difficult when your kid comes home and tells you that they're being picked on because you're not with them, and it's like your immediate reaction is. Sometimes a lot of parents tell their kids, you know, you got to stick up for yourself. And then kids think that means fighting, which we get to explore in this episode exactly yeah. what you can do in that situation. So I thought this episode, honestly, like sort of made me tear up a little bit in the end. And it, there were a lot of emotions in this episode. Yeah. And I could definitely tell the passion that was behind the writing. No, I agree. And also when we were with the guys, um, they talked about the guys, I should say. There are also women who write this show. But we happen <laughs> to have um, guys um, who are the writers. And when they were here, one of the things that they talked about was how the show grows as it goes on. And mm -hmm. they thought that, you know, it really develops. And they asked people and viewers and us to stick with it. And I think that's really happened. Like, I think this episode in particular really i mean they all address these issues and learning moments and there's you know in each episode there is some kind of teaching of a lesson but i thought this one was really intense and you know it really gets into a psychological thing about why people are mean to each other and it's not just kids but it can be particularly awful you know in um in adolescence in middle schools and high schools and i thought they really got into it in in a way that was as always entertaining but also really dug under the surface about why people are mean and bully other kids. Exactly. Um, and, you know, especially this week was Spirit Week or Spirit Day, a thing of, you know, an anti-bullying awareness day. And, like, people mm -hmm. people are talking about this, and I thought it was great that the episode coincided with that. And also that, um, which may have just been coincidence, but... No, they did it on purpose. No. Yes, they told me. I know, okay. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's really good looking at the calendar. See, Gerilyn probably did that. Gerilyn. You know? The Forgotten, but, but not like, forgotten. I thought that was so awesome how they did the writing of the black, um, you know, the writing on their on foreheads. Their foreheads that really, of what they that were. That was not, you know, that was not kiddie stuff. And that was, and that's a very mature thing to look at yourself and say, what are my flaws? Like, what are my character flaws? How can I improve myself? Why am I being hurtful to other people? because of things that I have issues with in myself. That's like a pretty, that's a pretty heavy it's concept. Pretty deep. And it I is. thought they addressed it really well. Um, so I really liked the lesson in, in this episode and I think mm -hmm. that it was done very well in that sense. And I like that Billy, the villain in this episode, mm -hmm. you know, he had Harley there who was, you know, talking to him about, look at me, I used to be like you and now I have a mop. And then, you know, he was talking about how he 
became aware that he was actually the one picking on people. And I liked how he was also working with Farkle, the one who was picked on, and also Billy, the one who was doing the, mm-hmm. the picker. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, well, that's I like that, because that's really the nuance here. It's mm-hmm. not only, like, both people have issues to work out, right? Farkle locking himself in the closet and, you know, and <laughs> Radioing into the sc- show. <laughs> which obviously I thought was hilarious, because... I love Farco moments, and we I did just get a tweet from our last show. Someone tweeted in, um, Josh Warshawski tweeted in, what's your favorite Farco moment in Girl Meets World so far? Well, you know I've had many. If you watch our after show, I talk about one almost every episode. Um, and there was, I, okay, I actually do have my favorite from this one. Okay. My favorite was when Farco, and I did love when he was doing the um, voiceover for the, um, when he like phoned into class, but my favorite moment is when he and... Um, the, what, sorry, what's the bad kid's name? Uh, Billy. Billy, thank you. When he and Billy do the high five. Oh, the at handshake. The, at the end of the episode. The it's pretty yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Because like, just the way this kid moves, I just find really funny. And especially comedic like, actor. Yeah, exactly. Such a good comedic, like, physical actor. And then, um, so having Corey Far- uh, Farkle opposite Billy, and Billy's so much bigger. It just was a funny physical comedy moment for me. I thought that was good. But also another favorite moment with the comedy with him um, calling in, with calling into class is when Corey Matthews says to him, you know, he's ta- Corey's talking to Farkle's like speakerphone mm-hmm. setup, and, and he yells, Representative! You know what I'm he talking had about? Like to when ask you call for, for customer o- service. To ask for an operator, yeah. That's his, I love that joke. See, like, that's <laughs> another example of like how this show is totally for kids and their families. Like, what kid's going to know what that's a reference to? Like, kids don't call customer service. But, like, yeah. every adult has this insane experience of constantly trying to get a human being on the phone. Definitely. Which has been getting better, I've noticed, with, like, the more advanced robots on the phone. But Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> um, totally not. So, yeah, I, lo- I love that joke, too, because I thought it was so funny for grown-ups. I need to recall some Boy Meets World references. Do it. from this episode. So, there was a Boy Meets World radio show from the janitor's closet in Boy Meets World. Of course. That Corey and Sean was running. It was sort of like a dating show, and they did get in trouble for it eventually, but Feeney couldn't find where they were hiding out, and they were in the janitor's, the janitor's closet. closet. Yeah. But, because they, they were trusted to do, like, morning announcements, and it turned into, like, this whole dating yeah, show. Yeah, like a radio talk the show. The radio right. talk show, yeah. And also, in this episode, um, Maya receives the Griff Hawkins Totally Cool Award. Okay, and, and it's a reference to... For Boy see, Meets I World... I because I knew it was something, and I yeah. forgot to look it up. When Harley Kiner actually got sent away... Um, to like a boarding school or whatever because he was so terrible they actually kicked him out of school. Griff Hawkins was his replacement and he was the new bad guy leather jacket guy with cronies. His name was Griff Hawkins and he kind of replaced Harley for like a season or two. But then Harley came back and Griff and Harley like had it out as like, you know, who was tougher. Ah, the One of the awards was named Epstein. Do you know who that was a reference to? No. I don't know. I don't know either. It's just, it's like, it's my last name, so I was curious. But oh, I, I, I didn't know. even notice that. That must have been at the end. Blutman, write me, man. Tell me, who's Epstein? It's Let's after go. Lee, right, Blutman? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you didn't have to do that, really. And it's Epstein. No, it's fine. It's fine. But I'm sure, I am curious who it's about. But anyway. So Riley's feeling insecure because, you know, there wasn't a, an award for her. But in right. the end, we find out that she gets the award that was, you know, Probably the biggest award because it's voted on by the student body. Yeah, that was nice. That and was she nice. gets the spirit award because, you know, she is always trying to fix everything. And I like how Corey says at one point, you know, if you guys can't fix this, 
go to an adult. So it's sort of nice for the kids at home mm-hmm. to know, like, look, you're not always going to be like Riley and like have all the answers. And yeah, and that he gives them the time, though. He says exactly. you have one day. Like, I like that also. It's like giving the kids the opportunity to be, you know, to fix their own problems, work on their own problem-solving right. skills, not to just run to an adult. I like that there was also that. Um, I love the lesson in this. I wrote down some of the, the quotes that I thought were like the lesson, you know, in this one. And um, Corey says, before someone can use your own flaws against us, maybe it would help us if we admit if um it would help us to admit we all have them right you know that's kind of going back to that whole concept of like why we pick on other people or put other people down because we have our own stuff to work on mishigas that's a good yiddish word for the week mishigas it means Mi- crazy mishigash Cl- mishigas mishigash <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it after the show. mishigash yeah, yeah but no shh at the end you're getting you're very close <laughs> but it means craziness you know we all have our own yeah. craziness i just we hadn't done a yiddish word in a little while so i thought um, i do i do miss them please yeah. bring them back <laughs> So there's that, you know, and then, and I love, I love, I love at the end, Corey says, people change, you know, in reference to Harvey. Harley. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, his, he always went by Harley, but in, here's the thing, in Boy Meets World, when TK, Teresa Kiner, his sister is dating Corey right, Matthews. Right. She tell she calls Harley Harvey because Harvey's his real name, but because he's the cool guy, he goes by Harley, and he's embarrassed by oh, right, Harvey. He's like a greaser motorcycle guy, yes. like a Harley Davidson. So he right. changed his name to Harley, and everyone thinks his name's Harley, but no one really knows that his real name was Harvey. So wait, what do sister. we call him now? Harley. Harley. And I just keep yeah. saying Harvey. I think I'm thinking of Harvey Keitel or something. <laughs> I'm thinking of someone else. I want to talk about the confrontation that happens in the gym when Billy actually admits or sort of says like why are you so worried about he says to lucas why are you so worried about farkle he's nothing and then they realize that it was him who put farkle down because farkle had told them not who put him down but the fact that they had told him he was nothing yeah so lucas immediately reacts as he thought maya wanted to him too and he's just angry and wants to hit him but maya says something very wise actually she's like you know you can't meet violence with violence war with war and And if you um, you even go past that, it's really meeting ego with ego, Mm. you know, and when you don't meet ego with ego and someone takes, you know, stands back from that and and fights with peace instead and and really helping someone recognize what the real issues are instead of fighting them, which, which doesn't end anywhere. You can't fight war with war here. Um, you know, normally the other side steps down as well from their ego and realizes what they've done wrong, or is at least open a little bit more rather than being so fighting, anger and well, anger. I like how she mentions the um, the famous people like Gandhi and mm-hmm. Malala. Um, am I saying that right? I'm like screwing up names left and right today, but she is referencing the history lesson from class right. but making it personal and that's like another thing that i like about this show is that that there's a lesson beyond just memorizing names and facts and dates it's like what do we learn okay we learned about gandhi um we learned about malala what do we n- now what like what's the lesson right. for us okay maybe we're not gonna you know change all of india but we are mm-hmm. all in situations of conflict and mm-hmm. needing to resolve conflict and that the kids learn from the you know the class lessons that there's some there is some applicability to their own own life and their own situation. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I really like that. And also I thought it was cool that they had her on Malala on the board. I really hope I'm saying this right. I'm going to sound like a schmuck if I'm wrong. But <laughs> that because she's really recent, you know, mm-hmm. that that's just um, in the past year that she won the Nobel Prize for 
as like the first teenager ever to win a Nobel Prize. So right. that was pretty cool. And the, the show is very, you know, contemporary and current and in with what's going They're on. They're very hip and up to date, those writers. What can we say? Well, let's go ahead yes. and roll into predictions. predictions. Our favorite part. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, what do you think? I'm really glad that we got this hard hitting lesson this episode and like in the end you could really tear up because you know it's not often you get to see a a character go in like a full circle a character arc in an episode and in this episode it was really clear that billy did go through that process and it was nice to see that on screen so i'm hoping that we get more hard-hitting topics like that where we can actually see the character changing throughout the episode and undergoing that change well you know on that note i thought that this was some of the best acting and character we've seen from Peyton. From um, I agree as well. From Lu- Lucas, in mm-hmm. the sense that, you know, I, f- I felt like he's been a little bit kind of just the same in a lot of these, and that's just mm-hmm. how it's been. And now, like, I felt like he became more multidimensional and came to life more here and, you know, and stood up more. And you saw more of that. And I kind of feel like we're going to see... So one of my predictions that we'll see more of that from Lucas, right? In th- see, in these episodes, it was not just Lucas is the pretty boy, which is something exactly. that I've talked about. That, like, in a lot of episodes, he kind of falls into that role of, oh, he's so pretty. And, like... And they kind of made his- fun of that, too, with the yes. saying Mr. Perfect on his but, forehead. Like, but, right, and how that can be a challenge for a person like Definitely. that. It's not all good. And the same thing with um, Corey Fogelmanis' character with Farkle, that he's not just... That his thing said perfect. I thought that oh, was really fascinating. Corey said nothing. No, Corey said nothing, but um, but Farkle's said perfect. Farkle's thing said perfect. I didn't see... I thought Farkle's said nothing. Not, oh, or, no, or nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he so meaning he has no flaws. Right? What, no. Like, what is his flaw? No, I, I thought that um, they were saying that because he got called a nothing, that he's oh, a nobody. because he is a nothing. Because he is a nothing. Oh, That's what Billy was calling him. Was calling him. him a nothing. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I also think that part of it is that, like, he is also the person where, like, you know, he is, like, he's all straight A's. He's gotten the most A's. He's, like, a, he's a perfectionist also, I think. Farkle, like, he's gotcha. the most mature. It's funny. No, of course, there's that. I just read into it in terms of, like, that there is nothing wrong with him is exactly what is wrong with him, that he's like a perfectionist. But right, and also Billy was trying to Billy minimize him. Billy was calling him. him nothing, yeah. Right. But it was nice in the end to see that Billy, you know, wiped that off of him. No, of course. I think also that prediction-wise, I think we're going to go back to, like, Ava's an awesome character. We're going to see more of Ava. Yeah. Ava, we'll, see, we'll have Augie back. I think we'll see, um, I think we'll see more of Augie and Ava, and I think we'll see Lucas. I love Ava. Yeah, she's great. She's a really good character. She's really great, and, yeah. And she came into this even without Augie. Um, this episode, it was nice to see her. Yeah, she's she's really good. I really enjoy her, and then I think we'll see more of her, hopefully. She's really a great kid actress. And also, uh, and I think we'll see more of Lucas developing also mm-hmm. as part of the group. And I know you're yeah. hoping for more Augie next week. Yeah, I mean, I love the Augie, you know that. <laughs> I know. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Again, our shows are Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can watch us online at AfterBuzzTV.com, or you can catch our shows afterwards on iTunes for download or YouTube if you want to watch our videos. Um, you can at catch any you- hour of the day, anywhere in the world. Where can we tweet you, Lee? Tweet me at Lee M. Epstein. Find me, please, Lee M. Epstein. We'd love to talk with you. And I'm at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.